Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Hi, this is Wendy Larson, and you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth. Today's topic is back to school. Joshua 2415b says, But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. That fabulous feeling of summer days is now coming to an end. When Farmer Dean and I were out traveling this past weekend, I looked at him and said, You can feel it. It's that feeling of school. It's the feeling of the air changing to a cooler, less muggy type, the sights of less birds at the feeder, more butterflies by the grove, and a slight change of colors in the leaves. I remember my children saying, Mom, don't even say it. They knew that when the days began to feel like this, it was back to school. All the daily trips to the pool, the library, the Dairy Queen were suddenly coming to an end and instead being replaced by early bedtimes, after-school snacks, and study hours. But for me, this is my favorite season. Back to school means it's fall, and fall means the crisp mornings with a hot cup of coffee that usher in days filled with air that brings energy to my soul, The visions of red and yellow hues from backyard trees flood my sight with a warmth and passion for life. Fall and back to school means organization, and I love organization. It means people are more focused and on task. It means apple pie and carameled apples, trips to the apple orchard and apple butter, and everything apple. It means learning, growing, stretching. For me personally, it means the startup of my women's Bible study right there in my little 1900s church, So if you're in the area, we start September 7th, Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Join us. For many years, it was Farmer Dean's Grove out there. He's a farmer, so land means everything, but he graciously gave it up just for this little church. Not because it was just a God who needed the spot, but also because he couldn't grow a doggone thing there. And exactly four years ago, we moved that church right into the grove. It makes me happy when I think of fall. The thing that God stirs up in my brain when we get back to school is having quality time for your family and not getting overbooked and creating an atmosphere of comfort and safety, setting your children up for success, and also making time for God as a family. These are things that make my life important and valuable, and I believe it's great tips for listeners like you. These are the things that we can do to produce successful children, whether we're a grandparent, a parent, or a neighbor, or a friend. I think of my 30-year-old Chandra. One day a few weeks ago, she called, and we chatted about her upcoming school year. Chandra is a doctor, so she had a lot of school days to go through. Well, she reminded me that her favorite day in life at school wasn't when she had won awards or served as the captain of the cheerleading squad or graduated recently with all of her degrees. Instead, her favorite day at school was in fourth grade. I was surprised because she remembered it was the day that I showed up to her school, brought her lunch, and surprised her. That's what she remembers. The efforts we make today affect our children's tomorrow. Joining me in the studio today on Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, I want to introduce you to my beautiful friend, Wendy Larson. Wendy works for a company called Plexus, is a mom of three, and has an incredibly vivacious personality that spills over to all of us who are blessed to call her friend. Welcome to the show, Wendy. Thank you. So happy to be here. 
So, Wendy, we're going to be talking about this time of year, the time of year that kids dread and moms are kind of excited about, and that's back to school. And parents are starting to feel that pressure of juggling everything for the upcoming school year. So I wanted to take some time today to discuss with you five things that I think are really crucial for families who are getting ready for the back to school thing. So let's start with a first one, Wendy. Number one, having quality time for family. So with all of the things that I know that you do uh, with church and gardening and work and your, your family and balancing that, how do you make time, quality time for your family? Well, first, let me preface by saying this is my absolute favorite time of year. It gives me tons of energy. I love back-to-school season. Um, this this is a harvest time for us. You know, yes, I'm busy in my garden. We start school. I'm a homeschooling mom, so we're opening up new curriculum. And things get crazy busy, but that energy actually feeds me. And I have to say that this question actually brings a little bit of guilt and humility, to be honest with you. Um, it's an area that I do struggle to get right every single day. And I have to realize that perfectionism is not a fruit of the Spirit. No, that's right. When I do things, <laughs> I've been told that I'm either an all-in or nothing gal. Hmm. So I have to practice balance every day by being intentional with my time. All the irons that I have in the fire as a mom, as a teacher, as a banker, as a nurse, as a businesswoman, as a gardener, I have to make sure that those irons have equal weights on them. And that is just truly, um, you know, sometimes I just need to put my phone away. I need to block out family time on my calendar. And I need to stay in front of my family. When I can stay in front of them, I feel like the balance is better. That's so true. Absolutely. And I like that idea about having everything kind of weight, weighing the same, you know, and mm-hmm. one of today's big problems, Wendy, as you know, is is that we really have so many things available to us with that phone um, that I think is great as a parent to be able to put that away. So many moms and dads today are overwhelmed with their jobs. And I know that you work from home with Plexus mm-hmm. and that adds a yeah. different dynamic to your job, but the busyness of the world can be overwhelming and it can just leave leftovers for ourselves and our children. So here's my second thought. Give us a couple of tips on how you personally believe we can overload and and that we need to kind of just balance out that calendar and organize it. How do you do that? Well, my first tip, obviously, is going to keep a calendar. Um, I know a lot of people, so many people, who fear being ruled by a schedule. Mm -hmm. And believe me, I love flexibility myself, but I do think that as a Christian that we have been taught many biblical principles about being intentional with our time. Proverbs 69 says, A person plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. But you need to have a plan. You need to write things down. And Habakkuk 2.2 tells us that as well. Write the vision and make it plain on tablets. And I really feel that my day runs better if I have things written out and I have a checklist. I do a lot of things on Sunday night before my week begins. I do my bills. I do my menu planning. I'm putting in um, time that I'm going to be doing for that work week. 
I have my homeschool schedule set out. I set aside, aside time for that planning out. That's great. I know for a farmer, Dean and I, with our youngest daughter, Janessa, we would do that every Sunday night. We just sit down as a family, pull out the calendars. Dean didn't have one. His was in his mind, but Janessa and I did, and we would just kind of go back and forth. What do what do we have going on, and you know, where can we schedule time that isn't there? And I think that's so important because it kind of begins that week with a more calming presence, you know, more of a relying on God and building into one another versus the harried, scary world that we can launch into. So here's number three, Wendy. One of the things I love about you is that your heart's desire is to be an emotionally available and stable wife and mother. And I really believe that each one of us moms out there um, should be really, you know, having that as a goal. We both know how valuable it is for parents to be solid in their faith and in their parenting skills. So tell us a little bit about why you think this is important and how you work at fulfilling that mission. Well, um, I can say that at one one time in my life, I felt emotionally unpresent for my family. And a lot of it had to do with how I was feeling health-wise. And I have come to learn, to understand, and to train and teach that being an emotional, available person is a trifecta effect. It's a spiritual effect, it's an emotional effect, and it's a physical effect. And when you are feeling your best physically and where you are spiritually, naturally, emotion will follow suit. Um, I, I teach my family daily how we can nourish our minds, how we nourish our bodies, and how we nourish our spirit. And um, that comes with, you know, having great health, being in the Word, and making sure, again, that we are always fully in front of our family and being present with them. I think that's so true, Wendy, and I love that you brought this up because I just have to ask this. So, you know, you're busy with your company, and I know that on Facebook I watch a lot because you're an award-winning businesswoman. I mean, you're doing just great things within your company. Do you see that as you're sitting across from busy people because they're working hard, that people are not as engaged as perhaps they were even five years ago. Are you seeing that? Because I am. Oh, my goodness. Absolutely. It's so tough. <laughs> I think technology has played a huge part in that right, as well. Right, right. Um, yes, D- yeah. very much so. When Dean and I went on a little date day a couple of weeks ago, you know, we were sitting down and we really treasure the time that we have because we're both very busy. So when we look at each other, We just have made, you know, this is our promise. When we're together, we're going to look at each other. Phones get put away. And, of course, he doesn't have a phone like that. So he just said to me, Kathy, just take a second and look around the room. And, and of course, everybody is on their phones. I mean, nobody is engaged with the person that they're in front of. So I think it's so important that we give respect to the people that are with us, especially our family, you know, that they know that they're more important than the things that are happening on our screen. So with school starting out, here's number four, Wendy. How will you set up your children for success this year? And I know that you're about success because you're, in in my opinion, I like to watch you because you're a hard worker and I love to see how you're working in your garden. I love to see what you're doing with your family, with your business. So I know that you're about being successful. And I don't mean that in a worldly way, but I mean, mm-hmm. you know, in a in a way that just makes people feel like they're living their best life. So tell us about that. 
Well, um, success is a drive for me, primarily because in 1 Corinthians 10.31, it says, whether therefore you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all for the glory of God. And I believe that whatever it is that I'm doing, I do it for God, not for man, but I do it for the Lord. And I want my children to be able to do the exact same things. And I believe more is caught than taught. And they're going to catch on to what I'm doing if I'm exemplifying that to my family. Um, Another thing I want to give a shout out to my friend Cassie. We had an amazing conversation last night about parenting. And the number one thing we talked about is practice, practice, practice self-control. When we talk about the fruits of the Spirit, self-control is the last thing that's mentioned. But it is actually, if you can have self-control, you will automatically have love. You will automatically exude joy, and you will experience peace, and you will show patience and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness. And it seems to wrap up the bookend so good, but I think it's the primary thing to the fruit of the Spirit. And so not only are we working hard for God, but we're doing it with self-control, too, and then all the other things will fall into place with my children. And I do think my children are doing pretty good for where they're at in life. And I just would pray for God's guidance to continue to do well for him. Absolutely. And how old are your kids, Wendy? They are 15, 11, and 8. Okay, so you're a busy mom. Well, listeners, if you're just tuning in, we're talking with my friend Wendy Larson. And Wendy is here today encouraging us with healthy tips for getting our children ready for back to school. So here's our last one, number five. And I believe this is so important. Wendy, as a believer, we know the value of making time for God in our lives. And as a you know leader of a ministry, um, I'm going out to conferences now. We have five upcoming conferences, and I see this over and over with the women that we're speaking to. They just are so busy that they don't make time for God. And the thing that I tell them is you will never be the best person you can be if you don't put him first. You just, you have to do that or you're not going to be your best. So what's one way that you can encourage our listeners to make this work for their family to really put God in the picture? That's a wonderful question. Um, In our family, God is omnipresent. That means he always is with us. He's in our daily conversations. He's even in our schoolwork. He is with us all the time. I talk to him like I'm talking to myself. (laughs) And um, I'll even get up sometimes in the middle of the night, and God and I will have conversations. So he's omnipresent for us. However, starting my day with the Lord is essential. And we do that with the kids as well. We have to start our day with with inviting the Lord into it. Another thing that we like to do personally as a family is we set aside one day of the week. And um, for this instance, every Saturday morning, I love to take our children somewhere special, somewhere quiet, somewhere sacred, and we worship together. We do a Bible study, and we are present with the Lord. It's refreshing not to rush, not to be in a hurry, but to be present with each other where we can converse with one another, love each other, get to know each other, um, whatever it is, find one day where you can set aside time to just be present with the Lord. 
Maybe it's a meal time with your family. Maybe it's a Sunday afternoon. But whatever it is, make it a weekly priority if a daily seems a little bit too hectic for you. Great advice, Wendy. What's one last thought you can leave us with that will encourage parents as they begin this school year? Practice grace. Mm -hmm. Supply grace over guilt. 1 Corinthians 15.10 says, But by the grace of God, I am what I am, and His grace towards me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. I can't do anything without God and His grace. And isn't that the truth? Oh, we certainly can't, and we can't be our best unless we're relying on God for forgiveness and the grace and mercy he provides each and every day. Mm-hmm. Well, listeners, that was Wendy Larson, a businesswoman for the company called Plexus and mother of three. I want to thank her for great advice to all of us as parents and grandparents as we work on getting our kids ready for this school year, setting them up for success. Let's make every day matter. Let's establish homes that are faith-filled, children that are Christ followers, and make a difference in this world. Let's try to be our best and give God all we've got. And let's add to our children's lives. Let's add to the beauty of God's creation. And here's a song coming up from Sarah Groves called Add to the Beauty. We come with beautiful secrets. We come with purposes written on our hearts, written on our souls.
song from Sarah Groves called Add to the Beauty. And we've been talking with my friend Wendy Larson. And Wendy has a fabulous blog that's coming up. It's called Healthy Happy Pink. It's from WordPress.com. And you can log on to that. It's coming out soon. Wendy, tell us a quick minute about that. What's your blog going to be like? My blog is simply going to help, prayerfully help, inspire and encourage um, moms to be the best that they can and to be present with their families. Um, We're a homesteading family. We homeschool. I'm a homemaker. And um, I just want God to use me to get across to other people to be the best mamas that they can be with their children and with their husbands. Sounds so great. Thanks for being on the show today, Wendy. Thank you. Listeners, here's Best Life's friend, Dr. Ryan Walker from St. Joe, Missouri, to help us get started on the pathway of a new school year and keeping God at the center of it all. Hi, parents. This is Dr. Ryan Walker. Well, fellow parents, it's that time of year and back to school is upon us. I have been quietly observing parents rejoicing over the return of structure in their families' lives and have also seen a fair number of sad faces on children as the end of the summer draws near. As godly parents, our desire is to train our children in the ways of the Lord consistently throughout the year. So here are a few tips for godly parenting that I have found to be beneficial. First, this first tip is for parents. It is not seasonal but continual. Make your primary focus God. For God's glory and the sake of my children, I still make my primary focus in life my relationship with the Lord. As we seek to know God's character and He reveals Himself to us, we will find that our love and adoration for Him increases. My children can sense this love relationship I have with God. As a result of this fellowship, I do not have to point them in the direction I think they should go to find God, but I can take their hand and walk them to the place where God is truly found in the Spirit-filled, abundant life that Jesus Christ promised us as we live by faith. Third John chapter 1, verse 4 says, I have no greater joy than to hear that my children are walking in the truth. This is Dr. Ryan Walker with Positive Parenting. Thanks for your help, Dr. Ryan. Listeners, today on Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, we're talking about getting our kids ready for back to school. I like this quote by Fred Rogers, also known as Mr. Rogers. He said, if you could only sense how important you are to the lives of those you meet, how important you can be to the people you may never even dream of, there is something of yourself that you leave at every meeting with another person. As parents, grandparents, aunts, and uncles, we need to be building into our children's characters and encouraging them with love, forgiveness, and inspiration. Next up, we have a quick tip on safety from Best Life staffer Alice Falk. Alice worked as a crime analyst for the West Des Moines Police Department for many years, and she encourages parents to have a secret family password, a code that only your family knows. Let's listen. It doesn't have to be just a scary situation of terrorism or kidnapping that we uh, rehearse with our children, but just safety in general, just to have a family plan in terms of, okay, let's say, for example, that mom is in an accident when she's coming to get you and for whatever reason a relative or a neighbor or a friend is going to be picking you up instead what is the secret word that we can have that backup have that is the past secret password which also makes it a little fun for children to to think that they're in on a secret password um, that it's okay to go with this person because something has happened and they know that word a plan in place 
Thanks, Alice, for that great tip. And listeners, I know I've told this story before, but I love it so much. I'm going to tell you again. When my siblings, my older brother and sister and I would come home from school day after day, we always walked in that front entryway. We poured all of our belongings on that brick floor and we would start fussing and complaining. Now, my mother was a fabulous, patient person. She was an incredible baker, so she would make incredibly yummy whole wheat bread. She would just pull that right out of the oven, usually some cookies or something. Yes, I know it sounds like it's crazy, but it's truth. And she would slather on healthy, wonderful, yummy, I don't know, it was some kind of crazy real peanut butter. And she would sit us at the table and we would have that and she'd say, how did things go? And then one by one, we would complain. And her famous words to us that I'll never forget were, well, you're home now. And so very often I used those words as my children were growing up. And sometimes even when Farmer Dean gets home and he's whiny or complaining, maybe it was a dog that was chasing after him in his postal worker outfit, or maybe it was a lot of mail that day, or the crops, you know, the price of crops went down. He'll come in the door and I'll say, well, you're home now. I want to make sure that each one of us are thinking about having a safe, secure home life, a place where kids come and they know it's good to be home because they're home now. How we pour into our kids every day, into their cumulative years, plays a huge role in who they become. Did you ever think about that? Proverbs 22, 6 states, point your kids in the right direction and when they're old, they won't be lost. Just think how valuable our job is. Just think how much God must trust us to give us the children we have. Now what are we going to do with the day in and day out routine? Will we love them deeply? Will we encourage at all costs? Will we listen even when we're tired? Will we wash the gym suit at 11 p.m. or drive to Cub Foods for four dozen chocolate chip cupcakes or cookies? Will we cry with them and laugh with them? Will we give them meaningful compliments? Will we build into them when the world is clawing at them and tearing them down? I think about my oldest daughter, Alexa. She's in her early 30s, and she just called me in a panic. What's wrong? I asked. She answered, I lost my retainer. I think I left it on a tray at Taco Bell. And suddenly, 24 years melted away, and it was deja vu. I had already been at Taco Bell many, many years before, digging through the garbage, looking for her retainer. Some things just never change. We prayed right there and right then, and it brought us right back to school days. After braces and many dental visits, she still wears that old retainer at night, and it just disappears frequently. Her dad used to say the same thing, and my dad would say this. Once a parent, you're always a parent. They were right. This week, as you prepare to send your child to school, remember the things that are important for developing a healthy child. Having quality time with your family is the first one. Number two, not getting overbooked and overwhelmed. Number three, creating an atmosphere of comfort and safety. Number four, setting your children up for success. And number five, make time for God as a family. Today, this day, begin to build. Start fresh. Start on the first day of school and commit to yourself, your spouse, and God that you'll begin a good work inside of your home, inside of the hearts of those you love, your children. Make your home a place that feels safe and happy so that when they grow up, they become the very best they can be because you loved God and you loved them. Let me pray for you. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for each and every child out there. Lord, thank you for the parents who are working hard every single day to provide a safe haven. 
Thank you for their patience, their love, and their gentle spirits. For those parents who are tired and weary, give them rest and peace. For the kids who are scared for the first day, go before them. And for all of us who are neighbors, aunts, uncles, grandparents, coworkers, help us to make all of our homes safe havens for the children that are in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. If you missed last week's show, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes at Kathy Weckworth, Your Best. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best. Yeah.